welcome to That's Dope. We have another episode with Godzilla and Josh. Say what's up, Josh. <laughs> what up, guys? <laughs> but, but we have a special, special guest, our first actual guest. Uh, we have Kevin right here. What's your cosplay name? Uh, it's KevBot Cosplay. Dope. There we go. So KevBot Cosplay, he is joining us for our first podcast episode with a guest. Thank you so much. And thanks for bearing with us. This whole time we've been trying to figure out how to get another mic going and it hasn't worked because I'm such a noob. But we're working on it. <laughs> and you have been totally gracious to us and I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, Kevin's been sitting here just watching us put this up together. Yeah, it's we're pretty entertaining. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually helped us. Like for a second we were sitting here like, wait, why is this thing turning on? He was like, did you put it in the plug it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we're going to get good at this. You know, you got to do 10,000 hours and this is part of it right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're on hour three. Got to grind that XP. Exactly right. And hour three right now is is a little rough, but we're waking on it, right? But for people who didn't know, I just wanted to start with Kevin is to me, I would consider a top tier cosplayer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, honestly, like an Akon, he's super humble too. He's not gonna like talk about it too much. But uh, yeah, one of the biggest reasons, like one, he's a good friend of ours, but. Also, he has his own clout of his own. Like, where, like he recently at Akon, which just happened, 2018. Um, he got a judges award. Uh, won the judges awards, mm-hmm. which is super in, in the, the masters, masters division. division. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, where that's huge. I can't do that. I don't have the time. I don't have the skill. The talent. And here's a guy just did it. And he's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, dude. I I went in not expecting to win anything at all. And then it's someone from, because the judge that picked me has gone to the National Cosplay Summit, which is the wow. biggest competition Jesus in Christ. the world for cosplay. Dang, I'm and just thinking like the world government of cosplayers, you know? <laughs> like they're all you sitting. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's daunting. It's so intimidating Definitely to look, be in a room with those people. I can imagine. Yeah, y'all have Go check his uh, cosplay at Kevbot, right? Yeah, Kevbot Cosplay. Yeah. On, on Instagram, Instagram and everything. It's, it's dope. It's legit. Honestly, I mean, every time I see you i say how dope it is but i guess maybe at this point it's a sort of trite because i say it every time I'm like oh my gosh you look so great and he's like oh hey thanks guys again that's, that's, the thing. that's the thing about kevin though his yeah. he is so humble it's it's borderline depression like yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't take it in and enjoy it he's yeah. just very like, oh, i'm just thanks. too much of a perfectionist i finish a costume and people are like oh my god that's master level of work and i'm like uh, but i could definitely do this part better and this part better and there's a seam there that doesn't look wow. good so how, when did you get started into this i started cosplaying um seriously back in the end of 2014 early Dang. 2015 so kind of towards the end of college yeah. three four years ago yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and you are winning awards and stuff yeah yeah it's come a long way from like stitching stuff together and it looking terrible and using <laughs> like hot glue to put seams together and stuff like nice. that to uh, making full sets of armor that people are just like wow like blown away by for real so. and i guess yeah what, what what drove you to get better into this um, I've always been like a really kind of creative, crafty kind of person. Um, I did a lot of art when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into high school, my parents were like, oh, you need to stop with all this stupid art stuff and focus on your career. I'll so, show you, parents. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. it became my creative outlet because I would go to school and study and stuff like that and work towards my engineering career. And I'm like, oh, I've been looking at numbers all day. I'm going to go build some armor or some cool swords or something. Huh? And the more I got into it, the more I fell in love with it. And before I knew it, like my entire life revolved around cosplay now. So when around the time I met you is when you started cosplaying? Uh, 2014, that was like the condos for us, right? Yeah, yeah it was like very briefly before I met you guys, I yeah. think, was when I started. That is insane because let me, let me put this on a, a little time frame for you guys. 2014 is, I think, when I first cosplayed. <laughs> and if you can see how we differ <laughs> in I'll our talents. Picture, I'll put a picture up to, to Don't 
Don't do uh, that. <laughs> no pictures needed. It's, it's coming up. <laughs> Just believe that. Uh, Honestly, your cosplay was solid. It it was way easier to make than Kevin's cosplay. True, true, right. true. Like, Mine was like some cargo pants, and it's more about getting fit. Like yeah. Kevin's stuff is armor sets, and mm-hmm. uh, see, but that's the cool thing about cosplay. Cosplay is different for every person. Cosplay is what you make it, so you don't have to come into cosplay thinking, "Oh, I have to make insane suits of armor or super detailed work." You can. I mean, there's people that go and buy costumes and stuff like that. It, cosplay is what you make it. You get out of it what you want to. And right. as long as you're having a good time and enjoying yourself, that's really the most important part. Because some good wisdom right here. We're dressing up as fictional characters. Like, True. It's hard to take it too serious. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, honestly, that's what it is for me. Like just having fun with it, and also getting famous and you know taking pictures and be like, yes, I am a god. The, <laughs> the recognition is nice. Yeah, when you go to a convention mm-hmm. and someone like will pick you out of a crowd and be like, oh my god, I follow you, and I look at all your posts and stuff. That's, wow. that's crazy. It's Yeah, it blows my mind, because I'm just like, wait, you watch all my stuff? I just post Uh-oh. this stuff because... Everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, cool, though. No, I mean, I think that's insane. Um, we were actually talking about, before we started rolling, um, how he won the Masters, or we thought you won the Masters. I, I don't no. think you won the Masters. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, he... He's, we're talking about the cosplay community in general, and I was asking a bunch of questions, and Kevin's very adamant about not giving me answers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I was the one who was also like, save for the podcast, save for the podcast, but, you know. Yeah, it, it was just, it was interesting to me because I was like, uh, we were talking about how, you know, we're dressing up as fictional characters just for fun. Yeah. Uh, that's why people do it. But, like, honestly, some people take it to the next level. There's like, they're making it full time careers. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I could see, here's the thing. I don't agree with all the drama, and I don't understand what all of it's coming from, but I see why it's happening. It's their career path. True. Although, me, even personally, like, in the anime industry right now, hopefully still. <laughs> but, uh, you know, right now, like, I'm like, why is everyone beefing? You know, it's like, it, it should be simple to me. Right. Like, where it's like, I mean, like, unless you're, like, you're doing bad things like stealing, right? Like, or, you know, criminal activity. What's the problem but you know now I'm gonna see, oh. like, I'm gonna see a mob right after my doors after we post this episode <laughs> it's I, important I think, I think a lot of it comes from so it used to be just kind of people dressing up for fun and stuff like that and yeah. then as Josh was saying with it becoming because there's people that are professionals and literally travel the world and work with company after company or get invited to con after con to do this stuff so it has become way more serious for people competitive yeah it's that's the thing the competitiveness kind of in a way builds drama sometimes Mm -hmm. um some people may see others getting ahead of them and they're kind of stuck like in the spot right so that could kind of lead them to bash people because they would be like oh well you're just doing this and kind of riding that wave and stuff like that but they don't look past that those people that are getting famous and well-known and stuff like that one they're really hardworking, and two crazy passionate like I'm crazy passionate about it, but when I see them, like they inspire me mm-hmm. on a daily basis to try harder. Yeah. But these are people that people online are like bashing and like being so critical about. And, like you have to look past some things and realize like how hard they're actually working to get where they are. There's a reason why they're there. They yeah. didn't just get lucky. Exactly. I, like, I mean, I think that goes to like a bigger thing about internet culture, maybe or something. Like, but you know, people yeah. just not really understanding like how it is to climb the mountain of whatever it is you do. You know, like they think they just see the benefits. Um, I feel like people would rather break you down than work harder. True. Like it just it, like if Kevin's doing better cosplays than me. I can, instead, of, instead of just admitting that Kevin's doing better cosplays than I am, because I don't do a lot, let's be honest, but if if I wasn't that, that race to the top, 
I could I could easily just break him down and discredit him and be like, well, he doesn't even have a job. He probably barely works. He's probably just at home working on cosplays all day. Like, if I was at home all day, I'd be able to do the same. Like, you see what I'm saying? Instead of just giving him the credit he uh, deserves. Even though I, he has a full-time job, I wish too, I had that right? life. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Right. I mean, it's just... I, I mean, because we, we talked to your friend Leon. Yeah. Uh, Gazo met up with Leon. What's his mm-hmm. last name? Leon Kira. Leon Kira, who's also a pretty big cosplayer. Um, that dude puts in work, man. Yeah. I mean, hell, like, you know, like, I think, like, looking as good as, like, you look and, like, as, like, he looks and, like, everyone works, that takes work, right? Um, and then also, like, the skill into, like, putting it in, you know? Like, I, re- I remember seeing him, like, having to do the makeup and, like, really being um, the character, you know? Like, yeah. really trying to embody that. You know, I see, like, just the amount of stuff that you have to carry and, like, like even seeing the pieces of what you have to make. It's amazing to me. I'm just like, geez, man. Like, in like, this is sort of stress of being at the con, carrying all that into the con, right? Yeah. And then having to put all that on and go through it, you know. It's just a long day, like, where you guys are, like, legit dying, <laughs> you and, know? Yeah. yeah, that kind of goes back to what Josh was saying. People see the results. They yeah. see the Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. They see the videos and stuff like that. They don't see the four months of blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. Literally or blood, sometimes tears, even... Right? Yeah, sometimes even a lifetime of work because, I mean, you have people who are in great physical shape and that doesn't just happen overnight. Yes. Right. You have to put so much time and effort into that and then learning the skill on yeah. top of doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because most cosplays, I'm teaching myself something new every mm-hmm. single time and you have to learn it, master it, and apply it, mm-hmm. usually within a very short time frame, like three months. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. I feel like there should be more documentaries behind cosplayers because there's so yeah, much like, that people there, don't see. Like, are there documentaries? Like, there's I some. I heard, yeah. That is like, interesting. Um, cosplay in America kind of does okay. some stuff like that. I actually and, just met that guy recently. Yeah, like he. I think he's local-ish now. Uh, I think he lives in Austin. Yeah, like, it's yeah, like he's he in lives Texas in Texas. Now, now, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, there's so much that people don't see that goes on behind closed doors, mm-hmm. and um, I think people would really. I mean, people already appreciate cosplayers. Like, every time I cosplay, people are like, wow, like, it's so cool that you do this. And, like, they can see the hard work when people, like, wears a cosplay and stuff. That's a good question. Like, what does cosplay mean to you, actually? Uh, it's funny, actually. Yeah, that's just, question, right? No, it's, it's <laughs> funny, actually. Last week I did another interview, and uh-huh. they asked me that exact same question. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, cosplay for me. <laughs> well, no, I think that's a very important question to any cosplayer, because... Mm-hmm. Like I said, cosplay is what you make, and it's different for every single person. Mm-hmm. You could ask a thousand cosplayers that question, and you'll get a thousand different answers. Yeah, but for three. me, <laughs> um, for me, cosplay was kind of that creative outlet, but it became so much more than that. Like I said, it's become pretty much my life. I owe probably most of my happiness right now in my life to cosplay because wow. I can come home from work and work on a costume and pour my heart and soul into it and get satisfaction out of that and then when i travel to conventions and stuff people admire the work that i do mm-hmm. and that in itself is so fulfilling i, I know josh doesn't like super humble because people will come up to me and i'll be like oh there's things that need more work and they're like <laughs> uh-huh. they're like blown away and i'm just like no it's not that good like, <laughs> go look at these people look uh-huh. at all the amazing work that they do yeah. but um i get so much satisfaction from that mm-hmm. and um, also traveling conventions as well I've made friends that will be friends for a lifetime and I don't know where I'd be without yeah. them That's right up, yeah. no I mean I feel like uh, like this community in general just like a lot of other communities video game communities like Smash Bros or anime communities in general it's just uh, the fact that we all grew up with something it's like we have this bond yeah. it's just not going anywhere you know what I mean mm-hmm. like we all we all 
sat there that one morning and watched those animes where you, we see that he's playing those characters out. And it's just interesting yeah. to us. Like for some reason, it's like we want to take those pictures, even though we know it's not the real person. Where it's like, yo, check out this guy that yeah. we just found. I it's, think it's the reason, like, why we all sort of have, hope, like, at least for me, you know, it's sort of like it's the reason we still have hope for a live action anime, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we're like maybe it can be good this time, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gave up on that a while back. Yeah, but... yeah right. I mean, it's the reason, like, we still talk about like Death Note. I mean, we sometimes still bring up Dragon Ball Evolution. I hope I'm not going to get the toy hit squad on me now. <laughs> you, know, but, you bring that up, yeah. and I just think of that part where he head slides head across slides. the community. <laughs> oh, my God. You the know? gifts. Exactly. Because we do want to see it. You know, like, we do want to see, like, our heroes sort of in, in real life, you know? And for me, like, I, I'm not, like, a cosplayer by any means. I mean, I'm a cosplayer in the very amateur sense where I'm like, this right. is cool. I do enjoy doing it. Um, and I did enjoy like putting into work, but now it's just sort of like, well, there's so many other things I want to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, but overall, um, I do enjoy embodying those people I look up to, you know, like, um, for example, um, being Killmonger recently. That was I, good. I, I, like, yeah, that was, was really good. Dope. And thank you. I mean, honestly, I have to thank Young, um, like one of my coworkers who made most of the stuff for me. Like it wasn't me at all. And you know, back to what you said about like people buying their costumes. Now I think I'm going to that route because I just don't have time to want to learn that. Um, you know, I, mean, I would love to, but you know, like, it takes a lot, man. Yeah, Not everyone. It's a big sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Like the last. So since about. Dragon Con last year, mm-hmm. my life has pretty much just become cosplay. Like yeah. I don't go out to bars anymore. <laughs> I go I've to seen a lot of parties. I yeah. go to parties just because I feel like I need to see my friends, or yeah. they're gonna forget that I am alive. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. um, you have so much time. One, to it's the craft, like learning the craft and applying it, but also like if you're a cosplayer on the internet, managing your social media mm-hmm. and trying to make connections and. It's 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 a big sacrifice. People like stopped inviting me to things because they were just like, "Don't invite Kevin. He's working on cosplay." Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard like, that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have heard that too. Although, yeah, I think it's like, "Hey, listen, I'm, listen, might as well invite him." And in, you know, if you can't, you can't. You know, it's not a big deal. Actually, just recently, Bree and them didn't show up to the parties. Uh, we were at uh, just Vargis's house, and Brianna and them didn't show because they were working on cosplay for. I guess yeah. kind of what it is. I remember when she was going through her medical field, like you were saying with the hard work, she was going through medical, or not medical, uh, dental school. Yeah, yeah, dental school. And while doing it, it was like, she was stressing out about dental but she was still on her cosplay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't do this. I, I got I to gotta stay home. I yeah. got to do this. And I mean, because yeah, you, you got to look like what is most important for your time right now, you know, like, especially now that we're adults, which is funny. You would have thought we would have more time that like, <laughs> we're not doing school and anything no. anymore. No. I, I don't know. At least I thought so. I thought like as a kid, like, okay, I'm a have at least in college actually like i was like okay i'm not doing college stuff anymore i don't have to have a part-time job i have one job and then that's it i'm single no kids no pets even and it's just sort of like it's just sort of like well where all the time go you know you're so busy working and then hoping to do like one or two creative outlets and then you know you just see people less and less and yeah yeah, it's it's funny being an adult is now i did want to i did have a couple questions though like okay for kevin because here's the thing i've known kevin for a while now Mm mm-hmm and I'm always confused on how how did your life start off like where are you coming from Kevin how did you even get here because as far as I know you spawned in in like 2014 and that's Kevin I know <laughs> because like, I, I met you like at A3s right yeah yeah. so like I did an anime club yeah uh, I was and, there when A3 yeah, started exactly I came to like wow. the second meeting yeah. that started it yeah. Yeah. So where are you coming from what, what city are you from Dallas originally how was the home life like? um, so I've been in Dallas since I was in third grade so mm-hmm. I think that's like eight or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then just kind of went to school in Mesquite, just kind of lived like in the Dallas area. Um, growing up, it was very much like focused on studies. My parents were both military, so uh-huh. oh, man. kind of a strict household. All right. But um, it probably pays off for the cosplay though now, because like that, that discipline, that discipline it, yeah, right yeah, yeah, it does help. It. Um, well, I was always I was always a very kind of focused, determined kid. Anyways, mm-hmm. like they would always harp on me that I needed to study, and I'm like, I'm already done with all my homework. <laughs> like, give me more homework. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so that, um, and then I played a lot of video games growing mm-hmm. up. Like it was study and play video games. That was my life all through high school. And I didn't start actually, actually really didn't have many friends. Um, I was a very antisocial person until about my senior year of high school. Dang. And then from wow. there, once I got to college, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to rewrite my life entirely. Everything that happened before this is gone. It's just brand new slate. And I came into college like a wrecking train. Like I was like, I'm going to make friends with everyone and party and live life and stuff like that. Because I felt like I hadn't lived a life. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah, just kind of went through college and did that. And then always been into anime okay i like, was to ask like have you always been in anime yeah yeah i used to like sneak manga home because <laughs> we had a in our library in um elementary school they actually had manga they had like fruits basket and wow. stuff like that so i would check it out and sneak it home and not let my parents see it uh-huh. Boy, and, it. Person, and then i would stay up i would stay up late on the weekends for like when adult swim came on and stuff like that mm. and watch because i was like a kid and watching even galleon yeah. like that's hardcore on tv <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah and i could not let my parents find out uh-huh. um, it really affected you as a kid too that that stuff was hit you hard i was ready for all those deaths and <laughs> <laughs> you know what i think kids can handle stuff like that at least like we handled it right yeah it's like an emotional thing though like i feel like i wasn't emotionally mature enough to like get it, it. hurts like yeah. you just be like you're really sitting there like man i'm true. about to cry but i mean yeah true but i, mean, I still like, do that with anime now and i'm yeah, 25 so. right yeah, you know right <laughs> like that's the thing i mean like, we definitely get it a lot more now but yeah. yeah i mean back then we were seeing some hardcore stuff like where people were getting chopped up or killed or whatever right you know and we handled it at least we're not messed up. Knock on wood. Most of us. Yeah, right. Most that's of us. true. Yeah. Actually, actually, I was reading a, on this study on uh, the mind and how most of us actually are messed up in just different ways. True. And different uh, extremities uh, or extremities. So, like everyone who thinks that they're the normal one, there's probably something wrong with you too, <laughs> and you're just not aware of it because you're the one living that life. Yeah. True. But yeah, we're all kind of we're all kind of as long as like we're self-aware too. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But like the human mind is so it's so malleable and so so easily defined by different things so true things happen to you and you're like oh i'm fine but then you're like well i have daddy issues <laughs> yeah i mean or i lie a lot for some reason i wonder why i do that or well, i that have kinda, control kind of comes back to your question as far as like where i kind of came up from so in college like yeah i was like living life and stuff like that and a yeah. bunch of kind of heavy stuff happened mm. and um i kind of just like focused on school and, and it was like i was working three jobs at Dang. one point so my life was like not really that great and then I saw um, a bunch of cosplayers and stuff like at cons because I, I would go to cons and just kind of go just to go yeah have fun yeah. yeah and then I started seeing all these cosplayers and stuff like that and see their passion and stuff and just like wow that looks freaking awesome I want to try that so first made like a really shitty costume it was absolutely terrible made it like in three days <laughs> uh-huh. and then I just like fell in love with it instantly it was like just that kind of almost escape from the world yeah. right because I was like kind of lost at that time i didn't know what I, where i wanted to go in life and then all of a sudden and just like this door opened i was like huh i guess i can go that way and never looked back i mean it's been a great experience and i don't regret doing it one bit even what's though, up like, was it like the recognition that like was that something you were looking for before you started cosplaying or yeah i mean the recognition is nice like when 
Because like if when you're in college and you're trying so hard, you don't have someone sitting there being like, "Oh yeah, good job on that test." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> your parents are like, "Why is your GPA under three point nine?" I'm like, I'm like "I don't know." On, right? like, but when you work on something so hard and someone just immediately gives you like that attention and like admiration for all the hard work you did, right? Like I tell people, whenever you wear a cosplay for the first time to a convention, and you walk out there, and that first person comes up to you and asks you for a picture. Oh, it means the sun, yeah. All, all of it, all those feelings that you've had just like pent up while you're working on it, just like come out, and you're just like, whoa, this is it. It means something, yeah. And I don't think people realize like that stuff's not easy, man. It's almost like acting, because. I mean, when you're when you're really in that cosplay like uh, community, when you're really into your cosplay too, you have to act the character out, oh, and yeah. do the photo shoots. When I first did my my Ace cosplay, like I was like, eh, I'm pretty much the same guy, <laughs> and like you know, I what mean, I mean, you you pretty much are Ace in a way, right? But yeah. that was the thing. Like when people when people started to ask for photos, I was like. How do, How I, do I even? What do I yeah, do? what do I yeah. do? Yeah, uh, I can't actually make fire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do now? Uh-huh. And I just thought that was really interesting because then I, I had to really start looking at other people. And uh, I think it was Reed and Brianna who were like telling me, like, "Yo, put your hand here and do this because it's a normal pose." And like, and I was like, "Okay." So I started putting it together and figuring it out. But I'm like, then I see Kevin, and Kevin's like swinging his sword around, like yeah. he's about to like really go charge some dude. I'm like, You're "Holy right. shit!" You're right. Exactly. <laughs> like, like you look at like I love that type of thing, like where you, like you can look at a cosplayer and it's like that guy is that character that you know i looked up to in a sense you know my first cosplay was piccolo and i'm just sort of like i i, I didn't think i could do it he looked but, like pickle rick oh, <laughs> oh this guy like- savage i'm gonna put the picture up and you guys can judge if i look like pickle rick <laughs> oh <laughs> you know like it meant a lot there's there's a moment a turning point for me like where i was like dang this is super legit like when i went to like whataburger and a kid like was like six years old like wanted a picture with me he's like that's piccolo i'm like Ugh. you think i'm piccolo he's like yeah kid i'm piccolo <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take you away from your parents right. and raise you now <laughs> um, <laughs> yes you're my son now <laughs> yeah man it's crazy I, another question i've always had because like i didn't know your backstory until just now and i still have a lot more questions about that but um so what I, I had told us about this a while back, I was always confused. I was like, originally, when I first got into cosplay community, I didn't understand gender bending. I didn't understand any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm really open to it. I was like, okay, well, let me see what these guys are doing. If we to make a, a male tracer, that's one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you just do the female characters. Yeah. How was that? Like, what is that about? Like, I have no idea the mindset <laughs> behind it. Because I'm not even the guy, like, honestly, when I play MMOs and stuff, or when I did, mm-hmm. I'm not even the guy who makes female characters. <laughs> yeah. I'm always confused why guys do that. They're like, oh, I play, I play uh, this chick. And I'm like, uh-huh. why? <laughs> I'm like, I want to be a guy who looks uh, like me. Yeah. Like, you know? yeah and for me, like, whenever I do, like, my creative characters, sorry, it's stupid aside, but, like, I spend, oh. like, hours and I look in a mirror. I'm just sort of like, does that look like me? Is my <laughs> nose big enough? <laughs> like, oh, it's like, is the eyebrows right? Like, does it have that one arch? No. I'm the same way. Right? Yeah. It's like, is the skin tone correct? <laughs> go ahead, yeah, right. go ahead. I'm really curious about this. Uh-huh. Okay, so it all started with um, gender bending first because uh, I get really passionate about the characters that I cosplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't just cosplay something necessarily because I think it's cool. Sometimes I do, but most of it is I have some kind of deep connection with the character or I just really like them or they kind of help me like mm-hmm. get through something. So they yeah. mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes those characters are girls. Mm-hmm. So it started out with doing gender bending. I would take a female character, redesign it, for a male character and um so i was 
essentially a male in person, but the original character was female. And then from there, it kind of went into doing... Um, Recently, I did Ostafo from Fate Apocrypha. That's what's called a trap character. Uh-huh. So I look very much like a girl, <laughs> uh-huh. but I am still technically a guy. Uh-huh. But it's funny because a lot of people think I'm a girl because I do a bunch of makeup and false lashes and stuff like that. And it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually at a party with him. Was it last year? We were at um, whose house was it? Anthony's. And now weird. There's like there's a weird like kind of trashy white chicken there. I'm be honest. That, that's what it was. She was just, we were playing beer pong. Yeah. And uh, can I say it? Yeah. yeah, we can talk about alcohol. Oh, you already cursed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can curse in this podcast, by the way. It's, okay. Yeah. It's. No, but like, um, playing being prog and stuff. And I can't remember all what happened. The conversation was a while back. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, he cosplays or something. And she, he was like, I was like, I can't remember how it came up. But you showed her a picture, maybe. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you're a cross-dresser? Like, and she like seemed like confused and like kind of like kind of going down the bigotry line and I was like I immediately jumped in I was like no he's not a crossfasher he's a cosplayer I got really defensive for some reason I was drunk so (laughs) but he was like he was like no man no that's kind of what I do and I was like it's funny (laughs) because whenever I show people my cosplays and stuff like that like even recently I've started doing full female characters where I do cross dress and stuff it's considered crossplay Um, people come up to me and they're like Kevin, why do you do that? Um, I showed my sister, actually. She was really confused at first. She's like, Kevin, you're kind of a... This is going to sound really conceited, and I'm sorry, but she's like, you're very much like kind of a ladies' man. Like, you have that very kind of... I mean, it's true. I mean, I thought the same thing, too. Like, I'm like, dang, Kevin. He looks like Sanji. I told him to, <laughs> yeah. I told him to, I told him to cosplay Sanji as I met him. He was like, nah, I don't think so. I don't really like that character. I'm like, shut up and do it. <laughs> oh, no, I do like Sanji. It's just I, I have so many cosplays I have to do. I'm just like, true, I don't know if true. I can fit that in. True. You could buy a suit yeah, today, right. exactly. be Sanji tomorrow, it's but he honestly, refuses to do it. It's true. I mean, you could just like just draw like one star That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you Start need. Start a Patreon for this man to be Sanji. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, people... Well, ask that they'll be like Kevin. Like you're very much like kind of ladies' man. Like you seem like women would find you attractive. Why are you dressing up as a girl? Like, is there some kind of ulterior motive? And my answer to them always confuses them. It's just I'm just like no, I just like the character and I'm just cosplaying a character. It's not like I want to be a girl or necessarily. I just I mean, it's fun doing that. It's fun wearing dresses and putting on makeup and stuff like that. But that's what it is. It's just fun. It's something I like doing. That's legit. That's crazy. Like. Because here's the thing: if anyone's ever even thinking about it, like he's not, he's not of the other persuasion. He is a very straight man, from what I understand. And that—that's another thing that confuses people. Too. Yeah. Like, oh, it, so you're into guys? I'm like, no, I'm I'm straight. Because like, he he's saying these things. And I'm saying it's like being open minded. Like he's saying, like he's he just said, quote verbatim, "It's fun wearing dresses." If I was 20 years in the past or even 10 years in the past, I'd be like, yo, wait, what up? Right. Even Gossip, five. You tell me this dude yeah. was gay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But- yeah, exactly. And even, yeah, like, I mean, like, luckily, like, society is getting more tolerant, you know, because yeah. definitely, like, sexuality doesn't determine morality at all, you know, like, but we've exactly. always conflated those two anyways. But, um, yeah. you know, I'm, like, I'll never forget, like, at Akon, like, four years ago, I think, back when it was at the Anatole. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I missed Anatole. Um, but I remember like seeing like this grown man. Like he looked like a man's man, right? But he was in full Sailor Moon outfit, and he had oh, his yeah. whole family with him. Like he had yeah. two children and his wife. 
and they weren't cosplaying. It was just him. And it, it looks so bizarre because, like, this guy, like, had, like, hairy arms and a beard. Or did he have a beard? I'm not sure if he had a beard. I think he had a beard. Talking yeah. About. Yeah. Did he have a beard? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. But, like, he like he looked beautiful as Sailor Moon, too. I was just like, you know, like, he had the skirt and, like, he had, like, these big legs. And I was just sort of like, but he had his whole family with him, you know? And I was just sort of like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, like, it was so, it was, and that, I guess, opened my mind up. So, you know, when I saw you, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It looks really good. You honestly kill it. I think there have been a few times I even confused you as a girl. Like, I was just sort of like, wait, wait, that's Kevin? Oh, yeah, my. <laughs> people get super confused because I'm, like, really tall and have skinny legs, uh-huh. like, especially when I wear a skirt or uh-huh. something. Like, people my friends will come up and not know it's me yeah. and check out my legs and then they'll be like damn girl and I'm like oh, what's up bro they're like oh no <laughs> not again like, I'm a sexist <laughs> nah man that's, cr- that's, that's insane I like see, that's, that's always again. been a thing like, I've always tried to figure it out what it was uh-huh. and that, that's something I've always wondered and I just never thought it was correct to ask I guess was the right yeah way. I guess it's like how you ask and like what, what intention I guess yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm literally just curious I've always been curious yeah. I just never went to ask and be like rude yeah I mean, so. yeah, I mean to like understand like how you're wanting to understand. It, I think that's totally fine. Anyone that puts you on blast, I think like, well, you guys need to chill out. We don't all start from the same knowledge base, but you know, yep. definitely like there are the people who are just trying to embarrass or to um, prove a point or an agenda. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, whereas this sort of like you're not really underst- trying to understand the other person. You're just trying to. Um, Prove your own point that you you know like we're we, no one knows anything you know like I mean it's pretty cool to hear what you just said about that like it's I've just learned something new and I'm even thinking to myself as like hmm who would I want to dress up as as a woman I feel like to be able to do that honestly it takes a lot of um what's the word it takes courage. a lot of uh, well courage but it takes, you have to be secure with yourself yeah, sure, exactly. security uh-huh. in yourself because, yeah you understand yourself more than a lot of people because I mean, you, you're opening yourself up to literally a whole another half of your mindset ridicule. that you really don't even think of exactly yeah. so like I remember the first time I walked out on a convention floor in heels and a skirt uh-huh. like How'd shaking terrified because uh-huh. I'm just like do I look like a girl? Like, are people just going to think I'm some weirdo dude yeah, that's dressed right. up as a girl and stuff like that? And then when people started coming up, like, giving me praise and stuff like that, I was like, Imagine oh, that like, shit, man. I was nervous wearing that Ace costume. That's something I would normally wear anyway. Yeah. I, like, I was like, that was insane to be like, to even imagine putting on heels and like, doing something I'd ne- I've never done, putting myself in a different position like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. And one of the big things that's really been kind of heartwarming for me is people will message me and stuff and say that I've kind of inspired them to do the same thing they've always had thoughts of doing it but society and yeah. how it like treats it has always right. been them like no I don't want to do it because I'm scared and I'm going to get ridiculed and stuff like that and then they see me do it and they're like whoa like, this guy's doing it now I want to do it Yeah. and people message me asking me for um, tips on like where to buy stuff how to do makeup and stuff like that and that's it's huge yeah for me that's just like oh because you're yeah, affecting people's lives exactly like, yeah that's a big thing. With your gift, you are actually affecting tons of people who are actually watching it and like then deciding, like, you know what, I can do it too. I can maybe try that. Oh, that's making me feel yeah, embarrassed. You say that. Right. Yeah, so this smile like, that he's had like the whole time. All right, which is yeah, like, yeah, live it up, man. I mean, it's huge because it is. Is I mean, hell, even you saying this now is making me think. Because like, are there any women that I would want to cosplay? I never even really thought about that. But, you know, not like not saying like, I, you know, just trying to be closed minded. But like, I guess like I just never thought about it, you know, just like I say, I never like when I do like Oblivion or like Skyrim, 
I always choose Red Guard. I don't think about any other race. I'm, I'm not looking. I'm like, who's the black guy? Okay, cool. But, right? The orcs. You're, you're exactly. You're right? like, okay, I got a black guy race. I'm going to choose that. I don't care about anything else, right? Um, and I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to really ever change. I, I mean, I might. Who knows, right? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, like there are some. Are, are there any women? Like, it's making me think in my head, like, which women characters inspire me anyways, you know? Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. the same thing for me. Like, I want to do these characters, one, it's fun dressing up as them, but two, like, they mean so much to me on a personal level. Like, yeah. um, I'm going to be doing Violet Evergarden, oh, nice. which is a very frilly female character, um, but her story and everything behind her character just, like, inspires me so much and just fell in love with her instantly. So oh, wow. I don't want to let the thoughts of oh well she's a female and you are male you can't cosplay her no she means a lot to me so i'm going to do it regardless of what i need to do yeah that's that's really important that's really good because i don't think anyone's thought like that you know i feel like that's interesting and i was like i was wondering i was like would i do any female characters and i was like am i being closed-minded that's why while they were talking i was thinking Mm -hmm. this and i don't I think I'm closed-minded, but I don't see very many female characters I care for. Like yeah, that. like honestly, I, that brings up a better uh, conversation too. Like, whereas, like, which female characters drive? Because, like, whenever I watch anime, typically, like, they're always like the damsel in distress. I'm not looking forward to, you know, like, well, like, I, I, uh, I was thinking Black Panther. Like, all the women in that movie, I absolutely really adore. Like, honestly, I would legit, like, if I ever go bald, I would dress up as Nkoye or maybe like the the Dora Milaje, you know, like, like. Because they were so cool. Yeah. Super legit. Yeah. I do like... I know my favorite Marvel character as a female is uh, Thor, the female Thor. Oh, yeah? Jean Foster. I think yeah. she is so fucking cool. Like, she's way better than the normal Thor. <laughs> like... That is a cool character, but I like you're gonna get some flack for that. <laughs> I like I don't know, man. Normal right. Thor is kind of like right. he's got boring stories most of the time. Uh-huh. He had like a, a world destroyer story. He's almost like an anime character. He has that super tragic backstory where his parent like dies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, Jean Foster was dope. She had cancer and she was like fighting, and then as long as she's a god, as long as she has the hammer with her and stuff, the cancer stops because a god can't die from cancer. Yeah. But she just recently, I think she passed away. Dang. She passed away like three months ago. Dang. Yeah, um, it was a lot. But she was the coolest character. And, I mean, I saw a character I could think of as a female. Mm -hmm. Because most of the times, I think I try to see myself in characters. And if I don't see... I was talking to uh, my friend Helen yesterday about it. I was like, I don't really... Even as a kid, I never saw things saw things and was like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. That was never my mindset. It's not like I'm trying to be like macho or anything. I, just, I mean, that's just the way you think. Which yeah. Is yeah. yeah. And I don't, that's what I was like. I was arguing myself in my head while y'all were talking. I was like, maybe I am close-minded. I'm just not nah, aware of it. I, I think but, it's fair. I mean, because, I mean, I wouldn't... Like, for example, like anime, right? Like, I don't, like you know, I could see like a cute penguin. I'd be like, objectively, that is a cute thing, but I don't really care. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, and like, I remember like one of my feelings of like, that is cute and like legit crying with like another man. Or at least, you know, tears welling up is when I watch Usagi drop yeah. and seeing a single dad trying to take care of his daughter and just sort of like oh see that doesn't seem cute to me that seems like when I saw uh, what's that movie Will Smith with oh uh, Pursuit of Happiness Pursuit of Happiness yeah. him uh-huh. and he's walking around with his son and uh-huh. they're like homeless I didn't see cute like I was like that is like it, it emotionally affects me yeah. and I'm like it reminds me of my own family in a, in a sense and I'm just like I'm not thinking cute though Never, it's like my brain doesn't go to that thought. I think, I think it's just how, maybe how maybe it's genetic and like how we just think differently, no, or mean, maybe it's how we're raised. Yeah, nature know. versus nurture. Like, yeah. I mean, because I mean, yeah. Usually, I don't think cute like okay, and like I think you know, like I feel like welling up. But like I think um, happy things always get like people overcoming burdens or things that make me emotional. Yeah. Um, and you know, in the Swaggy Drop, like where I was like, that's cute, and I'm about to cry. It, it was 
Um, you saw you drop the anime, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. I guess you don't talk about the manga because that gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what I heard, oh, which bummed me out so badly. Because um, like it, Usagi dropped, like this guy adopts um, this like six year old girl, and he, he adopts her like into his own family. He's a single dude, like who's living, like he's like twenty seven, I think, or something like that. And he just adopts her, and he's like, okay, well, I got to figure out what it means to be a dad now, you know? And, you know, take her to kindergarten, get her clothes, and take care of her hair and all that. And apparently in the manga, it gets to this weird bent, like, where, like, um, they start... What? No. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, apparently in the manga. Oh, my God. I know, exactly. Because, like, the anime... Why? This sounds like a heartfelt story. Exactly. The anime was beautiful, and I was like, I would love to see more. And then someone... Stopped it at the good point. Exactly. And then, apparently, like... (laughs) That's it. Nothing happens after this. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) Burn everything. I know, right? Like, where is this? Like, no. That man was trying to get fired. This was beautiful. Because, like, he could... Like, apparently, like, um, like, there was even, like, a sort of romantic thing, like, where he meets his other single mother, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, get with that chick. Yeah, that's going to be great. You guys be a good family. And then... It's like that meme where he's walking with a girl and then looking back over yeah. the other thing. <laughs> I was like, no, don't, no, don't do that with this. No. Anyways, that, that made me emotional, and that was beautiful. Um, and, you know, like, I was thinking, like, wolf children. Like, I don't think, like, oh, this is cute. I think of, like, oh, the single mother, like, overcoming all the burdens and, like, you know, like, really taking care of her kids. Um, okay, so I feel like we're on the same page, and so I don't feel yeah. too isolated. I felt kind of like, uh, I was like, man, I am an asshole. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no ever, Like, which, which female characters inspire you, actually? Well, for me, it's mm-hmm. a lot of, first, I key in kind of on, like, the really admirable traits about them. Like, mm-hmm. um, if we take... If we take Ostafo, for instance, yeah. um, so he's very charismatic and very carefree, but in an essence, he also lives his life exactly how he wants to mm. and doesn't let other people get in the way of that. He sees something something that he wants to do, and regardless... Like fate Apocrypha? Yeah, Fate Apocrypha. Like, okay. um, he wants to save one of the homunculus, but he has to betray his own team, but in his mind, he knew that he needed to save this person, so he pretty much was like, no, I'm not going to support my team, and I'm going to do this because that's what I want to do. And I found that very admirable. Um, like, even in his clothing choice, in one of the first episodes where he shows up, someone's like, why do you dress like a girl? And he's like, oh, I just like cute things, and I wear cute things because I like cute things, and that's just a, it. Just a mindset. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I think that's totally legit. I, that's one of my favorite things about anime as a whole, and I think that, like, I have to credit anime for, like, a lot of, like, even if I wasn't working here. Like, it's just sort of, like, my mindset of seeing, like, that sort of rebel of sorts, you know? Yeah. Like, I think Gurren Lagann constantly. Um, you know, One Piece for sure, you know? Like, all these people who are just going to their own beat and just sort of, like, not letting people tell, dictate to them, this is how you gotta do things, you know? And that's another thing, too, like, a lot of people see anime as like, oh, it's just cartoons, cartoons and stuff like uh-huh. that. And I, whenever I, I get really triggered when people say that because I'll just hit them with so much knowledge. Uh-huh. Like, no, like <laughs> anime is literally the most expressive yeah. and Medium. most fulfilled media in the entire world. And people mm-hmm. are like, whoa, that's saying a lot. I'm like, how much anime have you watched? Because I feel like me as a person, I've grown so much from the anime that I've I have to agree because I would think to myself, like, why anime versus any other medium? You know, like, I've, because, like, if actually like one of my coworkers, uh, like a few months ago um you know video games was my first love and i still love video games but no video game has made me cry or yeah. like really that emotional like I, I thought like you know there's been emotional parts but like nothing that is like 
gotten me like that, you know. S- movies is rare, you know. Like movies, like real life, Western movies, whatever type of movie. Like I don't feel that much. I enjoy them, but I don't really, you know. It doesn't take me further, you know. Books, TV shows, every now and then, right? Yeah. But anime, though, good anime, like has like th- really gotten. me. I think it's yeah. how expressive it is. Uh, so. With with movies, it, it's a big bill. You know what I mean? There's a lot of money that goes into making mm-hmm. a movie. You don't just make a movie. You have to be a person. You have to have an idea. You know, like, people have to know who you are. Yeah. You have to make the whole pilot and everything, send it out, you make a movie. And it's cool. It's good. It's usually, I, like, I've cried. Well, okay, I don't really cry whatever. <laughs> but I I felt very emotional during different movies. Uh-huh. Pursuit of Happiness being one of them. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. Um, and then I have anime which anime the way they draw and the stylized drawings and how expressive they are when they get angry or when they they you start seeing the sadness and you can see like you know when the characters uh they feel hopeless and their face just kind of falls down yeah it gets real long and it turns kind of pale and you can see the helplessness it's like extremes for everything you're like jesus christ like it's about to get so bad yeah well, it's, and they don't have to, they don't have to actually cut people's like because it doesn't take money you when you want to kill a character off a character dies and nothing's really actually changed in the real world. As far as, like, in a movie or in a TV show, like, that's, there's a person working. You can't just cut characters out, because then what? Well, and the thing with anime is, so, it's so detached from the real world. I actually wrote mm-hmm. a research paper about this in college. Nice. Sir, go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Um, so, anime itself is so detached from the real world because it is, in essence, animation, a cartoon, as some people would say. But in being an animation, that's what separates it from real life. You don't look at an anime character and think, oh, this is a real person. Mm. You know that it's fictional. But in doing so, having you pull away from that kind of attachment to the world makes you focus on the story development, the character development, the emotions, um, how the characters feel and stuff like that. Because, like, oh, I kind of want to bring up a topic. I feel like it's going to be a spoiler. but Of what, what show? Garen Lagan. Oh, that's great. No, I mean, I, I, it will just say spoiler alert, and I'll... Okay, I'll spoiler alert. alert. Fast exactly, forward yeah. five minutes. Okay, <laughs> so you're ten episodes in, yeah. and you've been following Kamina mm-hmm. and Simone, and you think Kamina's just, like, the most badass yeah, character. you think he's, he's the main like, character. He's, like, the dude, and then you get in a big fight, and then they just kill him, and you, you, you're just like, what? Oh, and the man. emotions that you see on that screen, and there's not a single word that happens after he dies until the end of the episode Man. and you can just feel the weight and the heaviness mm-hmm. and you hardly ever feel that in something that's attached to the real world but with it being so detached you can focus on like the emotions and how that person feels like when he died i pretty much felt like how simon did i was just yeah. like on the floor like no like how yeah um, and also for me like, like when i watched that like i was thinking like oh you know you know he'll come back right he'll come back i've seen other shows like, the wish him back with the dragon ball exactly, or something, right? right yeah no, man, I, I love that moment like comment so for me personally, I thought I knew Kamina wasn't the main character. Yeah. Just because I liked him, and none of my characters that I just <laughs> ever live, I've, I've come to accept, like the only, the only one that's ever gotten away is Yusuke. No one's ever actually lived through yeah. the whole plot. Uh-huh. Rest in peace, Orga. Oh. Bro, no, right. I'm done. I'm gonna leave. All right. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh man. That was the most most. That's for me. If you haven't watched IBO or Iron Blooded Orphans, a spoiler also for that. Yeah, yeah. spoiler. Go watch that. Go watch that and enjoy yourself. Oh. That's an, that's a. You're gonna be like, well, it's kind of slow, maybe, but no. See, Season two is something insane. See, but it's so cool to see that, like, to see you connect with such a character, and he's just a two D drawn character in some world that doesn't exist. Yeah. But you connect with him so much on such a passionate mm-hmm. level. Like, 
Yeah, like your like comic heroes and stuff like that. You can kind of get that. I feel like people with anime become so much more passionate about the characters. Cause yeah, they do it differently. Because I mean, you know, we've seen the death of Superman. We've seen the death of Batman. We've seen, but you know, they always come back. You know, like it's like they're not. They, like, I feel like Western world somehow like we're not brave enough. To like build up these yeah. people, they make a, iconic characters, and they they can't kill. Yeah, they them. can't. They can't. I mean, you can't kill the Joker at this point. You know, you can't kill like any of these people. I mean, even Infinity War, like they're all coming back. Yeah, most, yeah, most, yeah, exactly. Like most of them, if not all of them, are going to be coming back. Because you're not going to kill. You're not going to kill Spider-Man off and not make more no. Spider-Man movies. Yeah, right. That's it, guys. He died in Infinity War. You didn't know that? No. Right. I know bringing two, them all. I know back. two characters that are probably going to die. Yeah, yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty interested. Like, especially, especially, yeah. Like, sorry about okay, well, that. Let me read the comics. All right. <laughs> yeah, because like I'm really interested to see what's going to happen, but. You know what they're gonna do for this movie, yeah. since it, it did differ from the comics. But at the same time, yeah, like anime, like has been brave to like kill off people or to make people totally the bad. I mean, I think Berserk, right? I mean, so many people just die left and right. Top in ten anime betrayals. Oh. <laughs> Yo, that was a feel. Yeah. That that one hit me. Yeah, because I don't know. For me, like we're talking about how, uh, the views and what you see. Like some people see cute things. Some people, it's like what you respect and how I guess how you. Uh, different traits that you're just looking for as a person friendship like brotherhood and stuff is like my big one mm-hmm. and I think that's why I resonate with Iron Blood Orphan so much and I liked Ace because his relationship to Luffy like I like yeah. the brotherhood type thing um, the berserk stuff when that happened I remember being like yo like I had to stop watching that was the first time I actually read a manga because I don't read manga ever Yeah, I'm a sub dub guy like I do both <laughs> of those I'm like yeah you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, hey, you just watched anime. Yeah. yeah, and then I went, and I was like, I can't, I can't live like this. Like, uh-huh. I can't live knowing yeah, that not, that's how this anime ends. You're right. And I went on the internet. I was like, what chapter was I on? And I started looking through it. I was like, until I can find out everyone's okay, yeah. at least, well, and, and no, they're no. not okay. Right? Yeah, like no one's okay, but uh, right. you know they're making it. It's but I mean, that's the thing. Like, whereas, like, like you know, it's only recent in our culture that you know. Game of Thrones is like the one that everyone compares of like okay they're willing to kill off a person right yeah yeah um, maybe a little bit Breaking Bad but you know it hasn't been up until recently in the Western culture that media has been willing to kill off people and even then you know like not like people are somewhat safe Wolverine just came back in the comics oh like, I don't know if y'all knew that but like no. oh, I did he was dead for a little bit he's back again I mean, like we all knew that was gonna happen though like that's how it's gotten it's like you to- can't it's like, like they've been so afraid of killing off these people but it it makes them much that much more impactful you know and even like slice of life shows like where people don't necessarily die you know oh those sometimes hit harder they than hit hard it's like um because it can be Your so Lie in April. Yeah, like, I've been meaning to watch that. Your Lie in April, like, when you get to the last episode, you just have to, like, once you finish that last episode, you kind of just have to turn everything off, turn the lights off in your room, kind of get in bed, <laughs> stare at the ceiling, just kind of think about life, because it's so impactful. Jeez. And you wouldn't think, like, when you tell people, oh, I watched this anime this weekend and cried, people are like, what, what is wrong with you? Now? You need to get a life. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Like, no, you need to watch anime. Yeah. <laughs> I was at my house recently, and uh, I had this... One of my friends had a chick come over, uh-huh. and I didn't know this girl almost at all. Uh-huh. I was watching, uh, one of my roommates was watching Cowboy Bebop, and he was like, oh, no, we'll start it over if you want to jump in with us. So she jumps on the chair with me, and we just started, or the couch, and we just started talking about it. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to start you at episode one. We started watching Cowboy Bebop episode one, and she, it was the one with the red eye, yeah. and the drug, and she mm-hmm. was like, this reminds me of like a movie I've seen. I was like, like a Tarantino film? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. She's like, it seems like, like these are small Tarantino films. I was like, that's because they are. That's how good they are. Like, Cowboy Bebop, 
each episode's not they are linked together because there's an overarching story but they're each episode's like its own little mini movie yeah. that you can definitely get feels for each one uh, I don't know if y'all remember the episode with the, the blind girl with the brother yeah in Jupiter Jesus Christ man like man that was a lot as a kid like, I saw as a kid, it was movie. cool I, that was a lot like, I, I remember as a kid like watching an episode and just seriously seeing Spike just like stare down a guy like trying to shoot him remember like a kid yeah and then he's just badass just like not even moving a second you're like in like you know one bullet like grazes his cheek and he's yeah. just like I don't care and he just shoots a kid like with one bullet I'm just like that was so cool but then watching as an adult you see like all the different aspects of it and it's just sort of like dang this is a yeah. lot harder than <laughs> yeah like and, like it's just amazing like this and show is like 20 plus years now I mean you get that with one show and then you think about there's thousands of shows out there so there's so much for you to just dive into and like just become passionate about Mm -hmm. and that's why back to the cosplay stuff like that's why people put so much time and effort into their Mm -hmm. cosplays and stuff there is so much passion in it yeah it's Uh, not just oh i see this character i think it's cool or mm -hmm. i want to cosplay this character and get famous yeah it's no i have some attachment or just am in love with this character and want to do it Mm -hmm. and i mean you wouldn't normally think someone would spend six months of their life building a suit of armor and stuff like that if they didn't like that character that yeah, much. True. So I mean that's legit and also that's why like it is so awesome to see like what people do in the cosplay mm-hmm. community. Like and also I guess it's why it's sort of a bummer like when people are going at each other's throats about it. I'm just sort of like really uh, it's weird that we all grew up like in the same thing but now we're fighting mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It's basically what religion did. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, I'm like, not gonna I'm not gonna go too deep into that, but it's like yeah. we all generally believed in the same thing, like and then now we have eight different sects of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, well I, just, we don't we don't take communion, but we do baptisms, but you know, like, yeah. I'm like, come on, guys, like, yeah. like it's just a lot of passion point? that's mm-hmm. just exactly playing around, and sometimes people just get either jealous or salty, or they just want to put people down because they see them having a good time. Mm. Like, they're I've known people legitimately that wanted to put someone down because just because they're like, wow, look at that person, they're having so much fun, <laughs> they're doing all this stuff that I want to do, but I can't do it, so I'm gonna make them feel terrible, and that's yeah. just like, yeah. dethrone them. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, spend so much time trying and effort. is too hard, yeah, because trying but they spend to effort, effort yeah, like much. in yeah. trying to, so to just to, take to, them down, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every, crab mentality. everyone has hardships in life and stuff like that. It's just like, why don't you focus on your own happiness and well-being instead of trying to, like, take them not as a bad image. Take them as an inspiration. Yeah. Look at what they do and be like, wow, I want to either do that or pour myself into something Something else, different. yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right, like, I, I, humanity would be so much better if it is, but then again, that's, we're all different. I need to write that down on a... Kevin's tombstone when he <laughs> dies like we gotta write that down who's saying that he's gonna die first hey man I'm, I know I'm a healthy man I'm not <laughs> no, playing. you never know you never know I mean hopefully we're all going for a while the guy but. who keeps eating all the candy in his office right <laughs> didn't you just buy some look chips? at this physique oh, I was about God. to say look at the fighter over here know, right? <laughs> and also you're a fighter so knock on wood but still you gay don't put that on me guys. I'm trying to live a long <laughs> life if I go okay yeah but we're not, we're not here talking about that (laughs) i'm a jerk but uh yeah Uh, overall that's the thing like putting your passion into something beautiful like this is very inspirational it makes me interested too like hmm how can I do more to myself, you know? Hell, in fact um i'm hoping like this coming con that i finally get some free time at anime fest i am hoping to do some cosplays there you know like to like legit get back in the saddle and see what i can do and just see people recognize it or if I can have a good time and I'm proud of myself for what I did, you know? Yeah, I, I encourage people to 
not necessarily get into the level of cosplay that I do because yeah. it's kind of intense. Uh-huh. Um, but to at least try cosplay once and see how you like it. And if it's not for you, it's not for it's you. Not for but you, yeah. it's definitely an experience that can be very eye-opening. And, like, you, you never know. You may just fall in love with it. Maybe you will turn out like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> anyone, anyone that wants to get into cosplay, that's one thing that I kind of strive to do in the community is to help other people cosplay. Because unfortunately, a lot of cosplayers either get too busy with their own stuff or they just don't have the ability to focus on other people. So I try to help the community out either through prop commissions or I, I even have people that come over to my house and I will teach them wow. how to do prop making and armor making and stuff like that. And my door's always open to people. Nice. And I, I want to give back to the community that's given a, a lot to me. I don't just want to like leave them behind. So it's not like I just hang out with famous people and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I make it a point to try and help cosplayers do the things they want to do or at least encourage them because a lot of people think oh I want to do this amazing cosplay and I tell them all the time do it it may not be perfect or it may not look like a professional but you're not a professional like if you want to do it do it if you're that passionate about it like do it and as you're doing it either look for help other people will help you it's not like you're on your own it's a community and that's what I try to make it and make sure everyone remembers it's a community. It's not just right. a bunch of people hanging out. It's we are a community. We look out for each other. And yeah, do you? Yeah. Is there a way to? Because like I, I, what he just said sounds amazing to me. Uh, I I really appreciate it. it. Shows that we are getting a little bit more mature as we're getting older. <laughs> we're looking at we're looking to like the greater good of the people around us instead of just ourselves, yeah. which I I really admire. Now my thing is like, is there a way that you can make a business out of this? And I don't mean this in the sense like, is there a way you can get rich? I mean like, is there a way that you could like, I don't know, uh, get people together and have like your own little cosplay? Like, what's a good way to explain it? Like getting people together to there make money for other people, or like you can make props for other people, and you have like your own team, and that could be your full time job. Is that like a possibility? Or yeah, there's so to be a professional in the cosplay industry or community, there's kind of a couple different ways you can do it. So one thing um, is prop making. There are actual prop making shops. Um, there's like Henchman Studios and stuff like that. There they have a full team there. Um, Vulpin props, stuff like that. They make props for um, commissions, but a lot of them are starting to work with game companies and stuff like that. Like Henchman Studios made um, the Doom fist and moira cosplays that they showed at blizzcon wow. so right. they partnered with them to do that so they're actually working not only in the cosplay industry but in the gaming industry and stuff like that and some of them um, even work with game companies to make like live action trailers and stuff like that um, so that's one route you can go opening your own prop shop um, and being able to have a full team and crank out stuff like that and then you have individual prop makers that take commissions usually through um, like etsy or online some online store that they have so um, some people do do that as a full-time job. Um, that's kind of hard to manage sometimes because sometimes you have to put out a lot of work or put a lot of time into it and almost kind of kill yourself to make money. Hmm. Um, and then you have people that are kind of like the online social media images, the ones that are always guesting at conventions yeah, the and stuff like that. The influencers, yeah. So... Um, that's what people mostly think about influencers mm. exactly those are the people that you see at the forefront because whenever the you go face. to convention you see this line of cosplayers and that's when you think well these are the cosplayers mm-hmm. so those people um, they get invited to cons and stuff like that either by the cons themselves or people will write in telling them to bring them um, and they can get paid sometimes sometimes they don't just kind of depends on the convention and um, 
then from there they can work with either game companies to do events and stuff like that i mean they they're a public face and that public face can be applied to different things mm-hmm. and that becomes their lifestyle like leon kiro he mm-hmm. works with different game game companies and um animation studios and stuff like that and he travels the entire world mm-hmm. that's his like full-time thing so that's another thing you can do um another thing is to kind of do the whole patreon route where you can um have plenty have money from people coming in on a monthly basis to support you making your cosplays and stuff like that um and you kind of reward them either through like sending out rewards and stuff like that or you just show your cosplays through them people want to give you money because they want to see your stuff which is crazy because i would never think that <laughs> wow there's people out there that really want to see my stuff and yeah like benefit literally yeah, right? pay for uh, me to do it yeah that's crazy yeah that's a crazy i still it's still sort of crazy to me but hey i mean if you're interested in that you're it works that's great Twitch. it's great like i'm happy yeah and i mean i, I feel like you were just talking about leon uh kiro mm-hmm. kiro is ice kiro yeah mm-hmm. kiro they're talking about um how he he has those deals with Square Enix or however that was. I remember you went to E3 and we were hanging out with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of business or gaming companies that were just using him as their, uh, you know, yeah. their mannequin. Exactly. Essentially, walking, oh. talking mannequin. And I thought that was cool. Now, I guess that's probably where a lot of that drama comes from. Because, like, other people want to be in that position. And, like we were saying earlier, like, they're just going to... Like if someone else is trying to do Final Fantasy cosplays, they want to be that guy. They want to be the one that gets called. Well, I mean, so. you got to think about it. You've got literally hundreds of thousands of cosplayers in the right. world and mm-hmm. not everyone can be the Leon Kiro or the Jessica Negri mm-hmm. and it's not like they just got there they put in the time and work and oh yeah like mm-hmm. it's me with the cosplayers I hang out with and stuff like that I kind of know the inside of what they do and I mean there's points to where they push themselves so hard to the point where they're almost in the hospital yeah. like it's crazy the amount of work they do and no one ever sees that and that's I think that's why a lot of people get jealous because they just think that they don't do anything they think that everything is handed to them on a golden platter yeah mm-hmm. no like they have to work for it yeah and it's true I mean it's, it's the truth right there like I mean and I see that for like everything like not even just cosplay for sure but you know just everything i mean you know people think like oh how do i get my job you know like or like oh you get to have so much fun in your job yes i do get to have a lot of fun on my job but at the same time it is quite a bit you know of staying overtime at night you know to make sure that like something is going to go out on time or to make sure that um so and so is going to be happy about you know something um usually here like two hours after everyone leaves yeah true I'll, when i like i I'll, hit him up to go do something he's like oh i'm so at work and it's like they close at six he's still here at eight yeah <laughs> or something like that i mean because like it's a job true. like you're saying it's a job even though he has fun and everyone wants the funimation coveted funimation job yeah but you'll get fired real quick can people handle <laughs> like the, the like also like okay we're about to work through you know like we're about to go to anime expo or i shouldn't date it like that screw it, it doesn't matter <laughs> but like yeah going to anime expo right and people will see like, oh yeah, you get to talk at panels and you get to go to the parties. Yes, but also like you don't see like the hauling the boxes behind. The yeah, scenes, they just right? focus on the fun exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't see like selling the DVDs and like just talking, standing for hours on end, and you know trying to get to everybody and trying to take pictures and trying to help out this guest and trying to you know so many aspects and you know being hungry. I mean, you know, I could I need to go take a break or whatever, but you know, got to go do this, and make sure this works out. And for you, you know, it's like, yeah, people don't see, like, the hours and the blood, sweat, and tears and, like, the, you know. Or even wearing a cosplay at a convention. Yeah, like, if you don't have a handler mm-hmm. or anything like that, you're in a you're, full suit of armor yeah, and you are literally to, useless. Exactly. You hoping to carry anything. a bag or something like that, right? You probably can't see through a lot of your stuff, right? Yeah, uh, it's tough at times. Yeah, you know, like, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, like, people think that they can do all that, but can't. 
You know, and hey, it's, yeah. not, it's not your fault that you can't, but at the same time, it's like at least be self aware to not criticize people like that. You know, it's yeah. like, like, there's a lot that goes into it. So, yeah, I, I, I find a lot of respect in it. Yeah. Also, what's been your favorite cosplay you've done? Hmm. That's kind of hard. I know, right? I should have prepped you beforehand. Hey. <laughs> well, okay, it's probably my Ostafo cosplay that I did from Fate Apocrypha because um, I was going through like a really tough time. Mm-hmm. I'd just gone through a breakup mm. and um, was dealing with a lot of emotions and thoughts, and um, I just got promoted at work and stuff, so I was like burnt out at work. And um, I actually had to keep pushing it back because uh, I was supposed to debut it at Dragon Con last year, but I pushed it back because it wasn't done to the point that I wanted it. And then I pushed it back. Um, it was AFest Dragon Con. And then I, I think it was just those two cons. I pushed it back past those two cons because it just wasn't where I wanted it to be. Right. And then in total, it ended up being about like five months of work when it should have only been about three, mm. but just with work and stress and a bunch of stupid stuff, I ended up being about five months. But at the end of those five months, when I wore it for the first time, I debuted it at IckyCon down in Austin. Um <laughs> I finished it the night before I wore it, wow. and I hadn't tried anything on yet. So the day I was oh, going to wear man. it was the first time everything was on. Wow. So I put everything on, and like the second I stepped in front of the mirror to look at myself, I literally broke down in tears. Because like, so much just held inside and built up over those five months, and then you finally see everything together. And when it looks perfect exactly how you want it to look... It's hard to hold that in. Like it could have went far left. Yeah, like yeah. You had one measurement off and been like, "Oh shit!" But you right. can't, you can't beat that feeling. Like, it's. I cried so much, I had to like redo my makeup before I can even <laughs> go to the con floor. Uh-huh. And then after that, like going down to the convention and like all the praise and people asking for pictures and stuff like that. It's that for me. Not necessarily the costume, but everything that was involved. With, I love that costume. It's yeah. great. It's really fun to wear, mm-hmm. but. Um, on top of the costume, everything that was involved around all the emotions and everything in my life, and because I poured so much of myself into it. Um, my most recent cosplay that I did, the um, one that I got the award at at Acon, um, that was a Mordred altar from Fade Apocrypha as well. That one was a big accomplishment for me because I hadn't done a full set of armor in like a year and a half, oh, two wow. years. So I'd done another full set and hadn't was not happy with it at all and i'd always told myself one day you're gonna like actually do a set of armor you're gonna be happy with and then the crazy thing about this was there was no official design for it i had one reference image to work off of and that was it wow so i had to design it pretty much from the ground up after not making full set of armor in like two years and that like wearing that at akon and getting the praise from that and then getting up on stage that was also the first time I competed in a year and a half as well because I had to give up competitions last year um, so being able to get up on stage again in a costume that I challenged myself and poured myself so much into and then to win an award like I was shaking when I got up on stage I was like hold it together you gotta walk across stage and walk back and then as soon as I got off stage I had to like sit down I was just like it's it's there's so many emotions involved in the cosplays that I do that like the results that you get like going to a competition winning award um, getting to do shoots and videos and people praising you and stuff like that it's it's a lot, yeah. so, <laughs> but that's that's why it's so. That's what keeps me coming back for more. So, so tell me, because like 
I was I was I was under the un- impression. Oh my god, my words! I was always under the impression that you were a pretty um, emotional guy in general. So like, because like just how you're explaining your cosplays and how you feel about it all the time, uh, which I think is like amazing because you put so much work into it. I get it. Like I can see why people would get so uh, into it. Like it's your life almost. So how how does that affect your relationships? Like how does it, how do you deal with relationships? Because of being that emotionally charged as an individual, I don't know if you're okay with talking about that, but like... Are we that, talking about like friendships or like relationships with significant others? Like other? significant others. Like other, like when you're with your, the women you're dating or whatever, how does that, does that kind of carry, does that emotion carry over into those or is it, is it usually pretty good? Is there a lot of like, hey, I need to go work on my cosplay, can you... Okay, so anyone who's a cosplayer knows that being in a relationship as a cosplayer is tough hmm. because it's... It's almost like dating three people. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a cosplayer, especially if you have two people that are cosplayers in a relationship, like my last relationship was that. So you have two people stressing out about cosplays and then stressing out when you get to conventions. And there's just a lot of stress there. And like you said, I'm a very emotional person. So cosplay is kind of like the most important thing to me. I know that's kind of crude to say in regards to a relationship, eh. but cosplay is so important to me. And it's not that relationships get in the way it's just that sometimes my passion is very solely directed towards that right and that can kind of cause a distance um which i, I think know. is it's, fair i mean people or can be devoted to work and that's what's up for you you know like yeah like the emotions that i have attached to cosplay like if something starts to get in the way of that or um starts to pull away from that I can get kind of defensive about it. I think that's kind of why relationships haven't really worked out for me, especially since I started cosplay. Um, it's a lot. Like you're you're pouring so much of yourself into something else that when someone else comes along, sometimes it's a little hard. I guess because you don't want to fall off track. You want to stay on your because you're going somewhere with this. You're actually doing pretty well. Even if you don't go anywhere with it, you you have an idea in your head yeah, where exactly. you want to be. Yeah. And I, I kind of, I okay, so the fighting thing for me and cosplay for you, it seems like it's the same exact thing. Exactly. It's your passion. Yeah, it's everything to me. So it's just like, I, I know I was asked to go on a state state fair trip last year. This girl and hit me up and she was like, oh, we're going to the state fair. And I was at practice in Deep Ellum. And I was like, well, I'm still throwing kicks in the bag. And she's like, oh, just throw kicks, you know, like go in early tomorrow. I'm like, no. no, I'm like you can wait in the parking lot if you like. That's okay. I was, and I didn't. I was trying to be rude. I was like, if you want to wait in the parking lot for a little bit, like give me like 15 more minutes. Like I got to keep throwing these. Like, and it. She already kind of put herself in a lower position in my head because she just tried to pull away from. Yeah, she's taking you away from what your passion is. And that seems that seems Rather most destructive like relationships. Yeah. Because exactly, I want them to be understanding and just give me this. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you are dating. In other words, like I need my time with this. Mm-hmm. And that's. That's the thing with relationships. Like, if you're like that, you kind of just have to find that person who's kind of willing to accept it, but will also love you for that. Yeah. And, like, I honestly think anyone pursuing their passion is the most attractive that person could be, whether they're a model or just kind of like an average person. If someone is passionate about something, they get this glow in their eye that I think could attract anyone to them. And that's, that's my advice to people. Like, don't focus on chasing girls, going to bars and stuff like that. Find your passion and follow that, and people will naturally be attracted to you. You need to write a book, Kevin. <laughs> it's time. All right. Oh, that book, that book would be way too long. I got too much emotions. In. <laughs> He's got books on his, on his cosplay, man, right? True. That too, right? right? But hey, honestly, seriously, thanks for coming to this podcast. Like, yeah, this thanks for having super me. Super cool, like, having you talk about all these things. And, I mean, it's been inspiring. I'm, now I'm thinking, like, hmm, is there a woman cosplayer, that, a woman that I want to cosplay myself, you know? Right now, I'm 
can't really think of too many, but you know, like I, I'm, I'm look, like there's they're, they're out there. I just uh, encourage you to do whatever characters that you're passionate. Yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. thinking about like what, like usually whenever I cosplay is just sort of like, okay, this guy has inspired me a lot, and you know, maybe I not might not be able to do this person, but I do like this person. What's the person in body? So, mm-hmm. yeah, and they usually somewhat look like me, but. <laughs> Hey, it works out, right? <laughs> well, the good thing yeah. about cosplay is you can make yourself look like someone that doesn't look like you at true. all. True, yeah, so. true. Like uh, that's that's a great point, and you know, I'm definitely looking at that. So, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities out there, and I'm really excited. And yeah, I mean, hell, just you being on this um, podcast right now, like, hopefully, inspires some other people, you know. And, um, that's what we're so. hoping to do with this podcast. Yeah, you're definitely not going to be the, the last guest, but you were definitely the first. Yeah, and I hope to have you back on, too, actually. Oh, I mean, anytime. Th- yeah. Th- yeah, like, definitely. Like, just talk about anime as a whole. Like, uh, that, that was inspirational right here. Like, it was, I feel it. I feel I it. I feel good about it, yeah, yeah. man, honestly. Uh, yo, I, I got a lot of my questions answered. Uh, I feel like, as a friend, we're closer now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope so, right? Because, yeah, just... Screw I, those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, man, no, like, he's always just... He doesn't get to come to a lot of parties. He's yeah. always busy doing his cosplays, mm-hmm. so... I got to figure out where he's coming from. Uh, I didn't know anything about the military lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes complete sense. His IQ uh, sounds to be higher than mine. Three point nine is kind of absurd. Right. And, and, uh, oh, I didn't have a three point nine. Oh, okay. No, my, my parents wanted it to be a three point nine. Okay, yeah, I had a nice I like, like three point four. Hey, that's I skimmed in engineering over. too, man. That's hard. When yeah. I talked to, him, I remember I never did my homework in high school, and I was passing all my classes. Oh wow! And I remember at one point they were talking to me about college, and they were like, "So." uh Go talk. They're telling all the kids like it was our senior year. They're like, "When I want to go talk to your, um, what are they called? The advisors? Cou- yeah, counselors, advisors, and see where you guys are trying to go with your, you know, grade points." And I was like, "I don't even know what my grade point is." Like literally, all I did was do sports. I didn't care about any of that. Like I just did just enough work to get by on all my classes, mm-hmm. and I didn't do my homework almost ever. I think I did it maybe three times ever. And by the time I checked, she was like, "Yeah, you're uh, right over the halfway mark in your class." I was like, "Well, I guess I could go to college." <laughs> right, it was like we're looking at like we're like a like a high two, hmm. bro. I was like, man, I have. And they're like, I was like, is there any time to change? Like, probably not. Oh wow, this guy. I'm not surprised though. But hey, I mean, that's good though. You know, like that's you did it. You you're doing what you like. Yeah, I'm happy. And also, I can say everyone that's here is doing what they like, which is really good. I guess this is the type of thing that attracts me. You know, like whatever friend group and romance for sure. Like, I definitely. I can't do someone who who doesn't have their own passion, yeah. like because I'm just gonna be too like yeah like a lot of people who come to me like if like if you don't care about anything or do anything, you just are there. That turns me off. He was actually talking about that recently. We were I can't remember we were walking we were walking to a party recently. And he was saying oh, he's yeah, like yeah. we were talking about it outside. We're like when people don't have an uh, like you were saying a passion or something like that. Like when you just can't see it, you don't see them really doing anything. It kind of they it kind of stand out in the crowd. Yeah. yeah, it kind of makes you not really care to hang out with them too much. Not that they they're like uh, they're worth less or anything like that. Yeah, everyone like has worth, but at the same time, it's like I think of us like going to the stratosphere, you know, like in some rocket ship or whatever, right? And you know, people who are on the rocket ship hopefully are pulling their own weights, or maybe even on their own rocket ship, and we're just sort of going parallel. Um, you want to hang out with people who are definitely trying to push and row the boat. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Not just people who want to be on the boat because they see like how cool the yeah. boat is, or like you know, like all the accolades it's got. You know, because like I don't have to explain myself. If, if I if I were to 
it's one of those things where it's like, if I, if I lose a fight, right? Yeah. It's the same thing as if you were to lose, like, if your cosplay competition didn't go the way you went to or something fell apart. Like, I, I, I can kind of come, I can kind of feel where you're coming from because we're both on the same technical ship. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, uh, we're both putting a bunch into what we believe mm-hmm. is what we want to do. And when it doesn't work out, like, that's heartbreaking. And there's not much you can say, no. but we both get it. We both just understand each other in that sense. So I, I like people who have that ambition. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work out, yo, man, I'm here. And if it does work out, then we all celebrate together. Yeah. And I think that's great. So, because like when he's posting his pictures on Instagram, I'm hyped. Like, I'm liking all that shit. <laughs> I'm glad. Like, and I, I see it now. And also, I see like all the friends, like, and it's all of us like, hopefully boosting each other up so that we can get to like that further spot. Because, and that's, I, that's, I think the biggest thing for anime for me is like, most of these anime are people trying to get to better spots, even though they might live in boring settings or whatever. You know, it might be slice of life where it is boring and they're just trying to do the best for themselves. Or it might be these explosive shonen type shows, like where, you know, some loser kid becomes the best of all time, right? But that's what I got, like, where, like, it inspires me. Like, to take on the stars, you know, like, and to go places that you didn't think were possible, you know? Yeah. And I, it's it's really inspirational to see other people who took that and are doing it for their own selves too so yeah feel good about this one yeah I appreciate you coming over Kev yeah yeah it was uh, awesome yeah thank you so much and definitely hope to have you back on soon like we're gonna put this on we'll let you know finally these podcast episodes are gonna happen yeah but plug plug yourself one more time yeah like, what, what was Instagram find you? so Instagram is Kevbot cosplay cool. um, I'm working on a Facebook page right now and decided to remake it but it'll be under the same name okay cool can't wait for that and Facebook and Instagram cool. yeah definitely um, yeah thank you so much for your time thank you Josh for coming through uh, thank you guys for bearing with me as I try to figure out how to do a third mic and couldn't and for coming late like I always do <laughs> well I appreciate y'all uh, and yeah also to the fans who look all the way appreciate y'all you guys are great please continue to share this stuff and let people know about what we're doing and hopefully we can have you on who knows like we always like to hear interesting stories let us know like if this touched you maybe you want to cosplay a girl or cosplay at all you know maybe you want to cosplay something outside of what you thought was possible you know um go to a convention you know do something new with your life hopefully this episode it inspired me it makes me want to do a lot of things now so he sounds inspired he keeps talking man yeah <laughs> he's like he's telling me to wrap it up and now he's just like oh yeah i mean i'm closing i'm closing <laughs> out anyways anything you want to say josh nah man i uh, love you guys and i again i appreciate kev much love to you too man for coming out here and expressing yourself like that over the mic i am hype i uh, yo I'm good. I, I feel like someone understands me. One more person in the world understands what we're going through. There we go. I, I think it's great. Good. It's like building that family. There we so. go. We're, we're, we're making our way. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's it. Um, everyone stay dope. Peace.